Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, they updated OBS. That's fun. Fun. Love me some freshly updated software. Um, welcome, 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 friends. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Good. I'm being screamed at by a void. So nothing new. No. Nothing all that new. Where is my phone? I saw one of my absolute favorite comments of all time today on TikTok. Do which tell. I've been I haven't caught up on TikTok messages, but I've been walking it because walking. Watching it because one of my piercings is infected. Oh, so cute. I'm back yeah, right, every year. Um, I'm back to soaking my ear in salt water, and what else are you gonna do but watch TikTok? Of course. But I saw a video mm-hmm. of a guy who was working at a convenience store, and a bear came into the store. <laughs> I've seen this one. And grabs the Reese's. Yeah, and he and he was like, "Okay, the usual, huh?" So he is a bear. Yeah, but somebody commented, "At least he took the bear minimum." Love it. You I just really do love to see it. Um, awards, all the comedy awards. I'm here for it. Um, okay, so the first question is something that sort of like generated organically because I did this in the presence of Kyle here. And the question is this when you are doing laundry and you're not using the like Tide Pods or whatever little, like, you know squishy boys you can toss in there um is it weird if when you put the detergent in the cup and then dump it all over your laundry you just toss the cup in there afterwards the washing machine doesn't have that little slot where you put the detergent putting that out there that is the only way to put the liquid in there you simply just toss it in there but I just put the cup in there with it because there's detergent on it and I don't want to waste it. I'm... That was your reasoning, was you wanted to use the residual yeah. detergent in the cup. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's weird. <laughs> I just never seen it done. That's what my mom oh. does. And she's the one who taught me how to do laundry. First of all, washing machine at my parents house didn't have a little hole for it either we just dumped the detergent straight in the yeah but then the I just main put the part cup but then we in put there. the cup on the side but then the cup gets like the gross build up brooks you had something to say please say it well i was just gonna say first of all uh, i had this whole thing like planned out in my head because i've been thinking about this since it was on the document like a week ago or whatever and then we didn't use it yes oh, continue Whatever it was, two weeks ago. I've been attempting um, to schedule this one for a hot minute for whatever reason. Yeah. I always forget to turn my notifications off on my watch. That trips me up every single week. Continue. Um, I had all this stuff in my head, but then you said the thing about dumping it over the laundry, and that's a weird thing. It doesn't have the little, like, door... You dump it in the drum, and then you put the laundry in, specifically what the thing says to oh, do. Oh, I have never done that in my life. I mean, I, I've always had what I've done. Answer, but... Fascinating. 
Um, so now that we have two things to roast me for. Yeah. Well, no, you're you're gonna like this. I think you're gonna like it. I'm gonna like it. Um, as I believe I said to you a couple weeks ago, I think like after we were recording or something or before it, um, it's something that never occurred to me before putting the the little cup in there. Like it's it came entirely out of left field to me. Like a thing that you you ever have those things where it's like it just honestly catches you so off guard that you're like that's a thing that someone does yeah. what what is life what is existence how is this a thing um but then we didn't discuss it that day mm-hmm. right and so i was like okay so i have some time to think on it okay um because i think let me tell you it's changed my life because <laughs> so I always used to get the like the all small and mighty like concentrated ones back when I had to walk to and from a laundry room because it's you know very portable. Yeah. Um, and it's only recently, and when I say recently, I mean like six months ago, that I realized I can get like the big honking containers, the like, yeah. little dispenser, you know? Because I did so that I while I was in just college. Got and then I was like, wait, I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I that just occurred to me, like, six months ago. <laughs> I love that for you. Um, but anyway, so I got it, and then I used the little cup, and then, you know, I dump it out the best I can, and I've been sitting it next to the detergent, and of course it's getting all sticky and gross, and it's building up, and it's leaving little rings on the thing. And so when I read that, I was like, why couldn't I put it in there? I mean, I guess the water doesn't get hot enough for it to, like, you know, warp it or anything like that. So let me go ahead and do that. And it comes out so nice and clean and I'm not leaving like garbage on the the table anymore. And plus, um, like after a while, it builds up enough that your measurement is off because it's like kind of solid in there. Precisely. Yeah. And so you're not pouring as much as you otherwise would. So now I'm doing it every time. I have won this day. Told you you'd like it. Yes, <laughs> yes I do. I like it very much. Thank put you. Put that much yeah. thought into it. So yeah, so my initial reaction was, okay, that's kind of weird. Never thought about it. Let me try that. You're welcome. And actually, I did laundry the day we were supposed to discuss it two weeks ago, and I specifically tried it before the podcast. To, uh, to see I love went. that you put so much thought into it. I'm honored. Um, we're gonna talk about it. Oh well, now I gotta come some more time to do there it. You go. But yeah, um, I think that is the way that you should um, do that. I think you should put the little cup in there, even if you do have the little slot for the detergent, because it cleans the cup for you. Yeah, for sure. And I, you know, it never would have made sense when you just use like the cap as the measuring thing, but if you have the, the other ones. Because when you have the cab as a measuring thing, it just drains back into the container if you have residue. Yeah. But for sure, when you have a little detergent cup to worry about. Precisely. Yeah, you know, just being aggressively affectionate. Yeah. Kyle, your face when I did that the first time, when you watched me just like toss the cup into the washing machine, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I, I, well, I almost said, oh, you dropped the cup in the thing because didn't occur to me like you said the water doesn't get hot enough to ruin it yeah oh it's not i don't know so that's my my advice to anyone who isn't using the little detergent packs um just toss the cup in there it's fine nothing bad will happen and then it doesn't get all gross and sticky thank you for coming to my ted talk (laughs) makes a big difference you know, Sometimes. I'm just, I'm glad I can make my friends' lives a little bit easier. I really am. Somebody else's turn to pet her. If she'd fucking let me. <laughs> I'd be all over it. it. There's other people in the world that will pet you. If you let them. Big baby. Love her. He's my baby. Um, okay. Tremble. Second. This one was also inspired by a conversation that I had with you, Kyle. But this one wasn't like a me- being stared at type conversation it was just a normal conversation um 
what is the greatest non-sexual pleasure you can think of? I have the several. One, I remember the one that came to mind that made me think of this as a potential topic was, uh, now I'm blanking. You should tell me what you what you have first. Uh, well, can... one of mine is when you like you the water finally comes out of your ear, and oh, that like, yeah. annoying like bouncing noise stops. It's great. Ten out of ten, and you can like hear normally again. Brooks, why are you giving me that look? Think about it. Oh, I can't think I... it's not my fault. <laughs> You're just like trying to rub it in. I'm not rubbing it in. You will that experience had... that sensation at some point. Liquid in my ears for three and a half months because of COVID and I can't hear all the way. I'm sorry. Oh, really? Yeah, that would be very nice if I could get this freaking liquid out of my ears. Stop crackling. And... I mean, I've always had that problem because my ear canals are deeply fucked up getting getting clogged yeah uh, cleaning my ears is always pretty pretty nice sorry i am truly um so things that aren't that okay just want to feel like i'd have to think about it a little bit interesting i don't know i mean there's Obviously, there's, like, enjoyable things, but to what extent do they reach? I mean, for me, finishing a longer race. Yeah, there you go. Like, when I cross the finish line after, like, not a 5K or something, because that's, but, like, a half marathon or something like that. I imagine that would be pretty solid. I survived it. I didn't die this time either. Good feeling. Um, I'm gonna say when you have a cold and you can't breathe out of one side of your nose, but then you suddenly can anymore, can again, or like when your sinus is clear for like just a second and you can finally breathe, that's nice. That's pretty fucking nice. It's like sometimes with this liquid in my ears, like I'll like blow my nose or yawn or something like that. And for like a split second, I can hear better. I'm like, that's what that's like. And then it's gone again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> But that's like, it's that feeling of like, <gasps> yeah, it's just what hearing is like. Yeah, no, it's, I was just doing something at work recently. I was trying to clean like a surface, like underneath a counter, I think. And there was a bunch of build up and crap under there. And I remember looking at it thinking like, this is going to take me like over an hour to clean. And I found some chemical downstairs that made it come off so easily. And it took me, like, ten minutes to wipe down the whole, like, 40-square-foot, like, counter. That's just, that, like, that's a whole and genre that, of... That was awesome. ...pleasurable experience, is, like, anytime you're just, like, scraping layers of gross off of something. Or, like, when people do those things where they, like, have, like, especially people who do, like, those, like, spray paint, like, paintings... And they have, like, the, ta like, the, you know, like, cheap picnic table, like, folding table that they do it on... And there's this one where this guy, he, like, sprays a bunch of paint thinner all over it, and then it just peels off in one sheet. Like, excellent. It's kind of, like, that oddly satisfying. Yeah. Or just, like, getting to peel the, like, the, like, film off of any new technology. It's nice. It's really nice. I feel like there have to be more. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like little things. Yeah, all I could think it made because it's because of her, but like being surrounded by cats. That's like I've been in cat cafe once, and they were just everywhere. Or like, remember you went with me the one time yes. to the cat shelter where I got them, mm -hmm. and it's just like a big room full of cats. It was and excellent. It was a big just fan. The amount of joy. Yeah, not enjoy I feel in that place. I've been back since I got them, but. I'm my butt. Fan. I'm gonna return you. I'm gonna take you back. Oh, a threat. <laughs> I never could. Hey, no. 
I'm gonna keep her out of my lap. She snagged my shirt. Because uh, she oh, has well. to make her thing. She must. Simply the rules. Um. Oh, like when you finally like get something to work. And like this is like weirdly specific, but like if you like I haven't I've had like these like kind of experiences where I like have to like you know fix some object or whatever and whatever little thing I do necessitates me doing another little thing and you finally just have this chain reaction of like little adjustments that you make until whatever it is works again. That's nice. I never get to experience that because I always give up. Once it was like oh. three or four three or four steps added after the initial one, I get like uh, for a while and then I'll go back to it, but that's fair. But like it happens to me on my computer sometimes where like I have something that like I can't like it's like missing this. It's like okay, you have to install like, you know, you have to reinstall this to do it and then that necessitates me doing like a bunch of other stuff, but then I finally get whatever it is to run properly. I'm like, Yes, look at me go. Like when I'm trying to install mods or something, because I am not super great at that. I feel like that fits into a broader category of, like, something you're trying to figure out for a long time and you can't get it, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden... You witnessed that when you were here last week, the new auto-feeder, I got the mm. cats. Yup. With nothing but problems for days, and I'm, like, getting so mad at it, and then all of a sudden, as I'm sitting on the floor, <laughs> like, getting so angry at it, I realized what I was doing wrong. Beautiful. I put it together wrong. Yeah, every time I try to, like, install a mod for, like, any game, I always wind up having to do, like, ten different things when it should be, like, a three-step process at most. But I'm always so proud of myself when I finally, finally get it to work. And that's what I'm going through right now, trying to get fucking Minecraft to work on my computer. I don't know what the problem is. I'm really trying to figure it out, and hopefully we'll get there at some point. Who knows? I got a, a pop-up changing tent, like to change your clothes in. Fine. To take um, to Ragnar, 200 mile relay race. Um, and like it, you know, it kind of folds into this round thing. And when you open it up, it pops out, but I had no idea how to put it back together. Oh, and cute. of course it has like, a little instruction card, but ultimately like that's not very helpful. It's like, hold the arched spines together and then overlap one. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It took me forever to figure it out. And so when that thing finally went back into its original shape, I might have screamed. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm majorly here for that. I feel so like there's so many other little things yeah. like that. Yeah. Where it's just like you finally fix whatever it is. Mm -hmm. or figured out or remember something that you've been trying mm -hmm. to remember oh my god when like the the like your brain finally like unsticks and especially if it's in a situation where you like can't look something up or whatever when your brain finally like unsticks and you like supplies the word that you were looking for or you're like that's who that actor was like that yeah fantastic Espe and especially when you're in a situation where you can't look something up because it makes me feel extra smart for whatever reason it's like oh i do have lots of information down in the folds of my brain that I enjoy. One really small thing is sometimes when I wake up in the morning and I remember that I have leftovers in the fridge from like some restaurant. Oh, yes. Like, especially Indian food, because I feel like Indian food is almost even better the next day sometimes. I have never had Indian food in my life. Really? We gotta correct that. We do we have to correct that. My family is not very adventurous. Oh, I'm. <sighs> Indian food a lot we got a lot of them around here um but like I wake up in the morning and I'm just like oh I'm awake haven't thought about much of anything yet and then all of a sudden I have left yeah. oh or like when you wake up and for a second you like don't remember that it's the weekend and then you're like oh wait a second I don't have to do shit wish I could experience that <laughs> every day is oh my god am I late for work no. no, but, like, when you think, like, when you're in that, like, half-awake state where you're like, oh, God, my alarm's probably gonna go off soon, and then you're like, wait, no, it's not. That's awesome. It's always too or... late by the time I reach that point of realization. I've already, like, stressed and gotten worried 
too much. And then I'm like, oh, oh, it's the weekend. Just a little, like, relaxing, relieving, but... No, I'm sorry. Anyway, Burks, what were you saying? I was going to say, or that, that feeling of, like, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you know you have to get up early, and you're like, oh, man, it's probably, like, I have to get up in, like, an hour or something. And then you look, and you actually have, like, five more hours And it's, sleep. like, 2.30, you're like, oh, God, yes! Yeah. Which, and of course, there's the inverse, too, where you wake up, like, just before your alarm and you know you're not going to have time to fall back asleep. Yep. That is, that makes me want to set myself on fire. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a whole other thing. Um, what are the little things that make you want to walk into the ocean? That's one of them. I do that a lot. I wonder what the psychology is behind that. I wake up, like, right before my alarm. Very frequently. I don't know why. Trained yourself to wake up at that time. I, my body is just ready to work again. I feel like when you get a food item, like um, like a bottle of like a condiment or something, and you have to open it up and peel off the little thing. Mm -hmm. When those don't want to come off, or you can't get a hold of them. Uh, actually, similar. When you try to like put a condiment on your plate. Even if, even, and, like, you shake it, you do the whole thing, but it still does that disgusting, like... Blurp <laughs> noise? No, no. <laughs> I don't know another way to describe oh, it. Are you talking about a squeeze bottle? Yeah, I don't know another way to describe this, and this is, like, incredibly vulgar, but the, like, fucking, like, pre-cum thing that it does, where it's, like, half water. Oh, you're talking about, like, ketchup specifically, though. Ketchup does that. Mustard does that, too. Mustard does. Oh, I haven't actually uh, used oh, mustard. But yeah, no, that, disgusting. Zero out of ten. Yeah. I don't think mayonnaise should be in squeeze bottles. I realized that Why not? when I was... I don't know. It, it, it comes out... It doesn't come out easily enough. Okay. With the viscosity of it much less a liquid than, like, ketchup or mustard. You have to, like, shake. I mean, I guess. Shake again and then squeeze. And... So then do you think it's wrong that they have sour cream in those, like, squeeze packet thingies? Because I love what those bitches. They do? Yes! You see? Yeah. It's kind of the same thing, yeah. I mean, it, it'll come out. It works. doesn't make zero sense, but I don't know. Very revolutionary for sour cream lovers. I mean, the squeeze bottle is very revolutionary, so I, I get it. I don't know why, um, I think there are a lot more things that should, like, stand on the cap, just, like, by default. Like, that's just how the bottle should be designed. Like, why don't we do that yeah. with, like, dish soap? Yep. Like, why is that not the default design for a bottle of dish soap? I've definitely um, noticed that there are a lot of things like that that are just, they seem like they're common sense and they seem like they're so basic and easy, but they weren't a thing for so long. Right. That being one of them. Like ketchup was always, you had to turn it over. It's like, but, but why? I mean, maybe the seal wasn't good enough on the older bottles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What other little things infuriate me? There are always so many. Until I'm trying to think about them. Not being able to get the last of the sour cream out of one of those squeeze bottles. I will literally, like, take a credit card and, like, shh. Tell me now! I am not wasting anything. I feel like there has to be a better design for a tube of toothpaste, by the way. Like, that just doesn't leave so much. Someone needs to get on that. I am. I have it down to a science. I get every little bit of toothpaste out of the tube, the tube before I... I respect that. The garbage. I respect that. When I put toothpaste on the toothbrush, I just squeeze it from the top. What I need, and I set it back on the counter. And my sister, like, drives her nuts because that I don't push it all to the top again okay that I, like, bothers me put the two, i just do that the next time like before no 
Nope. I like that. Everything primed and ready. I just keep a tube squeezer on mine, so it just... See, I don't do that. I just, like, take the, like, flat part of my toothbrush and just against the counter, I'll just, like... Or you don't have to do that at all, and it just... You move it along as it gets emptier, and it's always, like, a full tube of toothpaste. What, the little squeezer thingy? Yeah. Why would I just... I don't want to go out and buy another object. But it's something that we can use at, like, all times. Or I could just I like, do the thing with my with the flat part of the toothbrush. I like to manually like get all the toothpaste up to the top of my fingers to make me feel like I'm makes you like, feel like you're accomplishing something. Yeah, I'm I'm like like this product wouldn't work without me. Like I'm the one solving this problem. <laughs> like, Honestly, that's so valid. I've never used one of those rollers, those like pressers to get the I also think we need to redesign like we need to find a way to get everything out of, like, the jar of peanut butter. But, like, it's never, like, you can never get down into all the little crevasses. It's more of a problem with a jar of Nutella, because the jar of Nutella is so, like, uniquely shaped. Mm -hmm. But just getting everything out of a jar. I feel like we as a society need to find a way to move past this. So that's, like, a small... Thing that drives me uh, nuts. How differently is a jar of Nutella shaped from the peanut jar of peanut butter? It's like kind of like nubbies that stick out, sort of at yeah. the top. Yeah, it's and not it just like... a perfect cylinder. Yeah, she's special. That curves. It's meant to be spread with a knife, though. Well, I mean, yeah, so. but you can't get the knife into all the little. Yeah, the angle doesn't work. You need, like, a shorter knife to get the angle, I guess. Yeah. yeah that's like and then you're sticking your hand in wow. the jar and getting, like, Nutella on you from the sides of the jar. And then you gotta, wow. like, eat your own hand at that point. Yeah, you know, can't waste any. <laughs> I've used my fingers to get peanut butter out of the jar before. Like, the top. Okay. That's only acceptable if you're like just eat like you're like oh there's a little bit left let me just scoop that up. Oh yeah. You can't. Yeah. That's what I then do. put the peanut butter on something. I don't give a fuck if it's just making like toast for yourself. Wait, you mean you can't put it on your own like bread after doing nope. that? No, too weird. Don't like it. So you can't use your finger to spread peanut butter. On no, your you toast. can't. That's just like I hate everything about that. <laughs> Like, I absolutely hate that conceptually, which, like, I feel like is off-brand for me, frankly, because I do weird things, and I do things that you think are gross, Brooks, like, not sleeping with- like, not putting sheets on your pull-out couch. But that is where I draw the line. (laughs) You were mad at me about that because I forgot my sleeping bag. That came up again. I just wanted to put sheets. It takes like a minute. You don't have to do anything. Just let me put the sheet on. Or I could just not do that. Especially because I was only there. It's not for you one... doing anything. I was only there for one night. It's not you doing anything. It's you stepping away for a minute while I do it. That's one last thing for you to do. Shouldn't I get to make my own choices about what I do? You know, you're one to talk. You didn't even use the towels at my house. You brought your own towels. And sheets. And sheets. <laughs> and you brought a hook, a suction cup hook, to hang your fucking loofah on. Where was I going to put it if I didn't? Just hang it on the faucet like a normal person. That's not normal. <laughs> the loofah? Or, like, on, like, the little, like, the knob that you turn the water on with. Wait, do you mean the faucet at the, the shower head at the top or the faucet at the bottom? The faucet the at the bottom. No. Sorry, no. No, that's not I'm true. sorry. There's a reason they sell suction cup hooks like that. It's specifically to hang things like that in the shower. It's just so unnecessary. And also, I have one of those little shower caddy things that has hooks. I'd never been to your place before. I didn't know what there was. Okay, fair enough. But still, it's just such an unnecessary thing. It's a thing 
like that particular little I call it, we always call them puffs and I don't know why but fascinating um that's my travel one it lives like with my travel things in a specific wet dry bag so when it's damp I can put it in there and that's where the hook lives as well so it's just always in there ready to go you fascinate me you just have so many little things for different purposes they make life convenient I just don't I feel like it's too many. Hi, Piper. I just feel like it's too many little things. You got to keep in mind that I'm 13 years ahead of you. I guess. I did not have all of these things 13 years ago. Okay. Some of them didn't exist, but uh, they, they like things gradually accumulate. Fair enough. Because right now you're working on, you know, getting some of the basics and stuff like that. I'm like well beyond that, so I just, you know try to get rid of my old basics and accumulate new things. I love that for you. All right. Well, now that we're done yelling at each other over that, um, next question. Honestly, Kyle, I don't know if you would have thought about this as much as either of us, because you technically are a podcast guest, but if you have thoughts, feel free to jump in. Um, who is your dream podcast guest? Who do we most want to talk to? You know who I'm going to say. Is it Henry Zabrowski? It is. Hell yeah. No, I would absolutely love to talk to Henry Zabrowski. I think he would be a fantastic podcast guest. Honestly, he would be at the top of my list. You know, actors, entertainers, comedians in the same vein as him would be at the top of my list. I would like to hear about your guys' experience meeting him. Yeah, no. I feel like he's definitely strikes me as the kind of person who has very (laughs) strong opinions on everything. And I'm super here for that. And honestly, I feel like this is being incredibly predictable of me, but... A lot of the people who, like, you know, I wind up getting obsessed with, I feel like they are personality types that I would kind of jive well with in real life. So people like, for example, like Ellie White, Natasha Dimitri, I think they are the kind of people who would have, like, really strong opinions on little things. Like, I feel like this is a format that would work. And again, I feel like it's being so predictable of me. But, like, I don't, I'd like, I just feel like... I wind up being drawn to the work of people who, like, maybe I would, you know, be able to have a decent conversation with. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's why in my head I automatically go to people that host podcasts. Yeah. It's because, like, actors that play fictional characters, it's like, I don't really feel like I know them. Mm-hmm. But with podcasts, where they're talking, like, you know, directly to you, like on last podcast. Yeah. I I know them and, like, we're pals and I know what the conversation might be like. Mm -hmm. You know? I think that's where, like, my head goes to, like, the crooked media guys, too. Although I'm, like, way too intimidated by them. Interesting. Like, John John Favreau. Natasha would be a good podcast guest. She's She's done, like panel shows and stuff extensively yeah that's like hearing she's, she's very like candid hearing of. people talk on like panel settings i'm like i think like and again just strikes me as having firm opinions on things that maybe aren't all that important i don't know that's like that's an absolutely insane like reach goal for myself but i don't know who the fuck knows maybe someday i like to dream You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I also feel like just for whatever reason, like, there's a couple of, like, really random people that I think would just be, like, I don't know. I just think, like, they would get heated. Like, I don't know. Fucking Bill Nye. I feel like my man has opinions. Does he have a podcast? He's probably done a podcast at some point. I think oh, Hank Green. Like, he would be fine. Tyson. He would he be on the podcast. Whomst? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Does he have one? He's such a buzzkill. I don't like, like him. You don't like him? No. He's such a buzzkill. <laughs> That's so funny because the person I was about to say, like, made his career as being a buzzkill. Whomst? <laughs> uh, it's a guy named Adam Conover. Oh, Adam ruins everything. Yeah. Yep. But I think he would be so fun because he, you know, he just knows things and. He is a buzzkill in a way that is so much more infinitely fun than the way that Neil deGrasse Tyson is. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't know if there's a way for me to accurately quantify it. He does it very joyfully. He does. Like, Neil deGrasse Tyson seems like he's enjoying ruining your good time. Yeah. Like, he, like, feels good about the fact that he's, him. like, smarter than you'd be like oh actually there's no way that like there could be any life in the universe for x y and z reasons like i don't want to hear that he doesn't has he said that i thought that his stance was the opposite that there must be oh i've seen a lot of like videos of him like shooting down people's like i guess i've only exclusively seen him on like talk show interviews and in like interviews with, I guess, like p- presenters, like rather than him talking to like other people in a podcast setting where it's more like, I, so I guess he hasn't been as like fired up or. Yeah, I don't know. I like, also just uh, kind of don't like him with... because multiple women have accused him of inappropriate behavior, so. Oh, I don't know about that. I hadn't heard that either. Kind of just not the, not the vibe, you know? He's an odd duck. Who else, though? Yeah. It's like I'm looking around my room for inspiration. I know. I don't know why. I don't know what I think I'm going to see. Well, because, I mean, I got posters and stuff. Yeah. I was looking toward my books, but I don't... uh... I feel like that could... This is kind of just turning into people I would like to talk to and, like, not even necessarily just about their work. Like, I feel like Stephen King would just be a really interesting guy to hear talk about literally anything. Mm-hmm. Like, if if the rule is that I, like, can't ask about, like, his books or anything, tell me about fucking anything, dude. Apparently he's really into jazz. I would love to hear my dude talk about that. Still so disappointed I never got to meet him when I lived so close to him. I know. That is tragic. Convinced I would run into him at the grocery store at some point. I would lose my mind. We had to have gone to the same grocery store. So you've said. Does he not still live in the area? In that area? <laughs> Does he still live in that area? What, in Maine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He has a, a big house with uh, bats on wrought iron gate around it. I was about to say, you don't build your, you don't get your creepy house with, like, custom spooky iron gate if you're not going to stick around at least i wouldn't 
Yeah. And I went there a lot, actually, because that's where I would run. I ran in his neighborhood because my neighborhood sucked for running. So I would go and, like, park directly in front of his house intentionally and then go running. Like, yeah, you're not going to lose your so, spot if you park in front of a landmark. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I'll just uh, keep doing this and maybe eventually one day I'll see him on his porch or... That when I was would here. have been incredible. Never happened somehow. Rip. Which it's wild that the only reason I knew he lived there is like if you look on Google Maps and you're just like, you know, zoomed in on Bangor, it's on there like as a landmark. It says Stephen King's house. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, that can't be real, can it? Oops. Piper. Not now. I'm being spoken to. I heard the huh. <laughs> Are you talking? Do you have some opinions you'd like to share? that she does and she's very pro-scritchies stinky hot breath anti-baths if it's okay I love you she's very anti-bath she hates water absolutely hates it real original Piper <laughs> incredibly original which is super weird cause she has the like like she, like she has like webbed paws and not all dogs have that so like you're supposed to be a water dog so why aren't you? Hmm? She's too pampered. I actually think it's because she fell into the pool once when she was a little puppy. <laughs> I think we should have tried harder to teach her to swim. But Maybe. my parents were afraid that her nails would rip the pool lining. So we didn't do that. Hmm. Which kind of sucks, because, like, in the summer, she insists on, like just roasting herself, like, out in the sun. Es like, especially, like, if, like, everyone in my family is, like, out on the, like, hanging out on the deck by the pool when it's really hot out. So, like, she has to be out there because that's where the people are. And if we try to send her back in the house, she'll bark because she wants to be out where everybody is. So we bought her one of those really cheap plastic kiddie pools. And we're like, okay, maybe she'll... Because when she was younger, she used to stand at the edge of the pool with her feet on the top, like, with her paws on the top step in the water... Because, like, I'm assuming it would cool her off. So we're like, okay, maybe she'll do that again. But, like, I had to fit, or, like, you know, maybe she'll, like, sit in, like, a little bit of water. But, like, I had to physically lift up her front paws and put them in the pool and hold them there. And she was like, absolutely fucking not. I'm like, I'm trying to cool you down so you can stay out here with us like you insist. I'm trying to help oh, you. Enough of a nightmare for my family and I to give our beagles baths. I can't imagine trying to dry her off. She's so Oh, I think the last time we puppy. attempted to give her a bath, she was like a puppy. My mom was like, we're just, we're done with it. We're, this isn't a thing that we're going to handle. And she gets groomed now. Fancy lady. Isn't that right? You're so cute. Seems like conveniences of the modern world. Right? Like, Pass the dog off. Like, here, I don't want to do this. You do this. Great. <laughs> yeah, and especially it's harder, like, because a couple times that she has, like, actually, like, gotten wet around us, she, like, tries to dry herself off by, like, rubbing herself all on, like, surfaces. And the one time we tried to give her a bath in the house, it was, like, in the middle of winter, so she was doing that, like, on the walls. We're like, no, we're never doing this again. I've never been like, wet dog. Yep. Grind herself along the perimeter of like the couches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very She's like, I, I want it. I want the damp off of me. That's how that works. So that was the last time that ever got tried. Wasn't it? You wanna give the microphone a little sniff? Thank you. Good job. Bip it. Um, okay. So we got the last question now, which um does require Pepper, go lay down. I know when I stop petting her, she's going to try and talk to me. Yes, I will. If I don't, like, tell her. Um, this one does require a visual, which I will be sending to this chat now. But the question is essentially, is this normal? Because, personally, I can't say that I think it is. But if you'll just give me one second here, put this in the chat for y'all. 
I need a third monitor, I've decided. Maybe that's too much, but I personally don't think it is. I think it's very necessary. Technically, I have three screens. Two monitors on my laptop. I just think it would make my life even easier. But yeah. So, it's in the chat for this. Um, yeah, you don't really need to pick, pull up a picture for this one. The picture helps. I am pulling the picture up on my screen now, just just so people see. But um, yeah, is this normal? Because I sure as hell don't think it is. I do it. You fucking what? You leave the eggshells that you have used in the carton and put that in my fridge back right in the now. Fridge. I could... I can go get it out of my fridge right now and show you. Do it. <laughs> That's not normal. I mean, I'll be honest, I've been tempted before, you know, because we like crack an egg on the side of the skillet or whatever. Like, okay, yeah, it's annoying. I made myself an egg sandwich for lunch earlier today, and I used the last two eggs in the carton. So when I was doing that, and I didn't want to walk across the room to throw the like you know, the eggshells in the trash can. Yeah, I put them in the empty carton beside me, but putting them back in the carton when there are still eggs in there, and then putting that back in the fridge? Bizarre. Well, it keeps them cold so they don't smell. Absolutely not. And you just use them as storage and just they're not sitting in the garbage can smelling if you're not going to take your garbage no, out for a few days. No, you don't. If we ever, like, share the same apartment... No, no, no. Absolutely not. I will make many concessions. I am open to compromise. I mean, that I don't is do it because I'm compelled to not do it. I just do it because I'm lazy. <laughs> that I just don't want them sitting in the garbage can for four to five days. Is the only reasoning I could think of as to why I do it. But the garbage but... can has a lid on it. Yeah, but that doesn't always... your face. I mean, I only take out my garbage like once a week. I don't generate that much garbage. Sometimes yeah, that's what know. I do. And, and I still don't do that. Yeah, and I put eggshells in there and they have never smelled. Yeah, that has never no. been a problem I've encountered. I'm, it's not... I don't have all the answers. <laughs> oh my god, are we like shaming you right now? <laughs> no. I mean, maybe a little bit, but sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, but it's also your apartment. Small. It is clean. This is not a personal attack. Oh, I know. <laughs> it just always seemed like such a, an economical way to do it, because they fit right back in there and you can throw See, them all the away at once. See, the thing is, though, that your, like, stovetop is even closer to the garbage can in your kitchen than mine, and I still, like, will take the eggshells away from the counter and put them in the garbage yeah. can. You got a bit of a walk. Yeah, and your kitchen's even bigger than mine is, Brooks. Well, no, I mean, the garbage can's at least right behind me, so I turn around and take, like, three steps on there. Oh, yeah, no, my kitchen is not set up in a way where you can quite do that, because I have more than one yeah. door. Yeah, it's just the proximity of the garbage can to the stove. Apartment life. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think that's normal whatsoever. I was trying to think about, like, whether, like, aside from being weird... If there was anything bad about doing that. And the only thing I can think is, if you put the eggshells back in there and you get, like, egg yolk and stuff on the carton, does that affect its recyclability? Also possible. Because I always recycle mine. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, certain things, they can't be recycled if they're not, like, totally clean. I don't know if egg is one of those, but, like, pizza boxes, they can't be greasy or you can't recycle them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't recycle egg cartons or pizza boxes for that reason because I feel like the integrity of them has been ruined. Hmm. The yeah, cartons only because I put the shells back in them, but... So then stop <laughs> doing that! That's exactly the point I was making! <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, so there are a lot of... Yeah. I will take yeah. this one. You'll, you'll yeah. take the L? Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, you still have your carton of eggs out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for some reason, for the longest time, Wegmans was still putting their eggs in styrofoam containers. Which... Interesting. So when that was, yeah, 
when that was the case, I would put the last couple of eggshells back in before I put in the garbage. Well, yeah. You know, like, you can't earlier. Because it's not recyclable. But ever since they switched to cardboard, uh, whatever it is. It's not a cardboard. It's Whatever that is. Yeah. But it's recyclable, it's so I don't... some organic it. material, we'll call it that. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't put it back in there because I don't want to get egg on it. Yeah. And make it not recyclable. Valid. So they all go straight in the garbage as soon as I'm done cracking the egg. Although it's annoying to have to do it twice if you're making, like, more than one egg. It is annoying, but, you know, so is being alive in a lot of ways. I have actually sometimes had a dirty dish sitting on the counter and I just threw the eggshells in that, like, temporarily. Yeah, so that's fine. To... Especially yeah. if you're, like, trying to do something that, like, you know, like, if you're, like, poaching eggs or whatever, it's like, you gotta... Or, like, trying to do it, like, sunny side up and not break the yolk, like, you gotta, you gotta keep an eye on that. By the way, I got I a realized. New... Sorry, go ahead. I just want to say, I got a new skillet. It is a ceramic skillet. Ooh. And man, is that thing nice. Nothing sticks to it. Because remember when you were here last week, one of your eggs got all jacked up. And it's because the skillet I usually use, the nonstick coating, is going away. Because I use it so much. So I replaced it. Perfect eggs. Absolutely love that for you. Yeah, this is an ad for ceramic skillets. Thank you. Noted. Well, if I'm ever in the market to upgrade, I did recently. I got a cast iron skillet for my mom because she knew I was gonna cook something that like requires a cast iron skillet. She's real nice. I'm a big fan of her. I am not a fan of cast iron. Like, what is the science behind like you needing that type of skillet for certain things? I've never really looked into that. I don't know. Because. I can't say that I have any idea. It's just really nice, and I like that, like, just the more you use it, like, the better it gets. Yeah. I was stressing out, worrying that I was going to, like, not clean it properly or the right, you know, well enough. But the ceramic skillet I had never heard of, awesome. And I'm going to be looking into that, because my nonstick pans are going, too. I have some of those, like, steel pans, which are nice, but they're kind of annoying, because, like, I saw this little hack on TikTok where it's like, oh, you know it's hot enough if the water, like, if you, like, flick a little water on it and it doesn't just, like, you know, pop all over the place, it kind of, like, glides across the surface, that's how you know it's hot enough, but the thing is, that's always so, like, if I'm, like, cooking, like, you know, frying an egg, for example, that's always so hot that, like, it's, like, burnt almost immediately, so like the proper temperature to have to have like the non to have the steel pan be like kind of nonstick automatically burns some things like eggs. I'm like, mm, hmm. Yeah. Or I don't know. Maybe I'm just doing things wrong, which is very possible, but that's been a small annoyance I have discovered with some of the hand-me-down dishes that I have gotten over the course of my mom cleaning out the cabinets so that we can, so that she can redo the kitchen at my parents house story time with bridget yeah the the only thing with the ceramic skillet is it's almost like too slippery and so trying to get the spatula underneath mm. the they were just sliding everywhere and i'm like chasing them with the so spatula I gotta get, gotta get one of those do you have like one of those nice like silicone spatulas because i need yeah. one of those Yep, that's what I was using, because with ceramic, you're only supposed to use silicone. Yeah, I gotta uh, get one. Is the, yeah, is the actual pan part completely ceramic, like, all the way through? Or is there, yeah, like, a metal plate inside of it? Yeah, so it's, it's like, on the outside, it's a regular skillet, like you would see on the bottom of skillets made of metal, but then the inside is coated, like, with a thick layer of ceramic. Okay. Maybe the they even sell them at like Walmart and stuff, but they just don't have very nice. I was about ones to there. say the one I have might be, like it might be like a cheap one, but it might be a ceramic one. Now that I'm thinking about it, the one I used this morning, yeah, I think it might be. All right, well, I mean, you know, for someone who just moved into like you know who only recently moved into a new apartment, I'll take it. I'll take whatever cheap dishes I can get for now. You know, mm-hmm. if it works, good enough. Someday I will be a nice, like, you know, fancy-ass, only matching, like, Le Creuset skillet lady, just because I like things being nice, but today's not that day. 
Today is not yeah. that day. It will come later. I don't cook enough to justify something like that. Oh, Kathy loves her like croissant dishes. Mm. And they are fucking nice. The thing is, like, she got one when we were, like, cleaning out my grandfather's house, who we, like, had, like, you know, who we, like, never talked to. But, like, she got this nice-ass Lakers set skillet, and he had had it for, like, decades, and it was still in, like, perfect condition. You buy those, you never have to buy a pan again. So, like, I'm majorly here for that. I just can't drop that kind of money on it now. Mm-mm. I really do, yeah, I do in general, love the idea of being like, yeah, let me buy, instead of buying the, like, $50 thing... And, like, having to replace it in a couple years, I'll buy the $150 thing and use it for the literal rest of my life. I'm very much about that. I'm just kind of poor right now. Mm-hmm. Just a little just a little rant for y'all. Not even a rant. Just some thoughts. Just putting things into the universe. Just putting things out there. That's another... I've been coming up with some fun kind of, like, subheadings for this podcast. And thus far, it's um, making each other worse. Because we definitely do that. Um, Group therapy where nobody heals. And now, just putting things out into the universe. Just saying things so that people are aware of them. If they watch this podcast, slash listen to this podcast, and choose to be. Things I'm going to have to start incorporating into our branding. Yeah, I mean, you said making each other worse, but in, you you improved my life with a question. Technically, I feel like that might be the first time. That's <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> Usually it's just us asking about things and everybody else going, that's, no, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know who I was, it might have been when I was talking to Dr. Cooper when I was in Geneseo with you, but I was describing the podcast to him, because he didn't know that I had, like, you know, started doing this, we hadn't talked in, like, two years, but one of my, like, prime examples of just, like, how just ridiculous, insane, and, like, again, just us making each other worse, group therapy where nobody heals, um, my prime example of that was you, me, and Zach screaming at each other over the proper way to take off a shirt for 20 minutes, complete with examples. That was pretty, that was an intense day. <laughs> I I really, um, I want to rewatch it with a mind of counting the number of times I took that t-shirt off. I think you should. I think that would be really fun bonus content. <laughs> and every time this is the second, I think at least the second time it's come up since that episode, I was wearing another shirt. I just put the t-shirt on over the shirt I was wearing to demonstrate. We are not starting an OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, because every time I'm like, how many times did I take off my shirt? It's like, no, no, it was, I was wearing not a regular like shirt. That. Although I suppose yeah. Zach theoretically could have if he wanted to, which, like, yeah. on the one hand, good for him, but on the other hand, that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I honestly don't remember how many times when my hair was getting real staticky and sticking out. <laughs> The number of times I got stuck. Physically in- stuck in a shirt trying to take it off the way Zach does and him yeah. just being like, oh, this is so normal. No, it. it's not. Oh, you grab it from the, I don't, I, I don't want to like instigate this again. But... <laughs> I, that's not. Oh, yeah, you, you have it. Wait, how do you, yeah. how do you take off? How do you take off a shirt, Kyle? Definitely not grabbing it from the back and pulling it like this. Is that. Okay, but are you one of those it? people who tries to, who like gets stuck if they try to do the arms cross thing? Yeah, I can't cross my arms with it. So what the fuck do you arms. do? Put one arm through and then take the rest off. Okay, that's more normal than Zach. I'll give you that. That's well, the easiest sh- way to do it. But like, what if it's a really like tight-fitting shirt? Yeah, per se. It only works but for that's, that's what makes it the e- easy, is if it's really tight. You take one arm out and then take the rest off. Pull it straight up. No, like, most of my things, I physically can't. Like, it's impossible. I mean, that's not because, a great example, uh, though, because that buttons. Well, yeah, but I mean, even my t-shirts are going to be like, they're only going to pull maybe that far from my body. I'm not going to be able to fit my arm in there. You can't yeah, get you your arm. You have more of that problem than me or Zach, because we wear, we're more into the baggy chic than you are, even like yeah, just with I t-shirts. Like, I like t-shirts that like fit. <laughs> I don't. I don't. That's why I got this in a medium. So, you I know, like... they fit my body and then 
so I, it's not enough to pull it out to be able to get my arm See, in there. See, I doesn't choose out shirts that like are baggy on me because it like because I wear a lot of high waisted jeans and I feel like that's a good look where the shirt is kind of billowy, but then you tuck it in or like I'll be wearing the big t shirt and then like really like form fitting jeans underneath. I don't know. It's a whole last look. That is why I choose it. But you have I that problem more than either of us, even if it is just a standard t shirt. So like how not many like different ways are there to take off material shirt? that like doesn't stretch? Yeah, cause I got the same t-shirt you're wearing in a small, which is again I doesn't make sense to me, but all right. You are taller than I am. Ever so slightly, as you delight in pointing out or reminding me of. No, what I delight in is reminding people that I am not short. I'm in fact exactly medium height for a woman. Although I liked pointing it out more when I was wearing platform boots. Yeah, trying to use me as an armrest. I know, it was fun. I like the amount of people that, like, didn't recognize me when I went back to Geneseo with you because, one, I was three inches taller in the shoes that I was wearing, and two, people hadn't seen me without a pixie cut, like, ever. So that was cool. Anyway. We're rolling for about an hour. Anyone have any... Actually, I want to conclude by trying to answer this question that, Kyle, you just asked. How many different ways are there to take off a shirt? Imagining... I, I'm trying to think of all the times in my life I've seen people take their shirt off. Because there's the how many different ways. That's one. Yeah. There's Zach's weird over-the-head thing. Those two I have tried and are physically uncomfortable. Like, And then, they... Kyle, there's your one-arm thing. So that's three. And obviously, if you have a shirt with buttons, duh, that's four. Which, by the way, I remembered that when I, on the occasion I do wear, like, a bigger t-shirt, that I I do take it off that way, because it's harder when it's, like, to do it like that when it's bigger to me. Interesting. Not for me, but continue. Like, yeah. Like, I think it was when you were here last week, I was wearing the one large t-shirt that I own from uh, Genesee Brewhouse. Oh, I wanted, yeah, so it's, you know, I had to pick the size, so it was large. Yeah. But it's nice and comfy, but, like, that I have to do, though. Interesting. Okay, so we have four, and one of them is kind of, like, default, because if your shirt has buttons, yeah. unless they're just decorative, yeah. that's what you're doing. The zipper, can we put those in the same category? I think, I think maybe yeah. once or twice I've taken them off, like, by grabbing the collar and just pulling it up. But usually it's the arm. Okay, uh, so I think Zach has, oh, that's the way Zach takes his off. He was yeah. just talking about okay. something other people do. Uh, okay, so I've, okay. we've come up with five. I think that's what we're going to conclude with. We can think of five. If anyone else can think of another way, please let us know. We'd love to hear it. And then probably get really angry about how that's not the right way to take off a shirt. So oh, provide yeah. us with future content, possibly. Yeah, just in advance, you're wrong. Yeah, in advance, <laughs> you are incorrect. Okay. <laughs> Great way to end the episode. Um... As always, uh, thank you, friends, for fighting with us. We appreciate each and every single one of you. Um, by the time that this episode has come out, uh, you will have found out how my first uh, solo stream went, which I'm both excited and nervous about. But from the time, from where I stand at the time of recording this, I will be streaming myself playing Dark Souls tomorrow night which i am again both excited and nervous about because i hope it's gonna be fun i might wind up getting really angry <laughs> while i'm playing it so hopefully it's entertaining for people but um by the time you're watching slash listening to this you'll know so i hope it went well hope yeah, that was fun know. for everybody i have no idea what i'll be doing at eight o'clock tomorrow but if i have downtime maybe i'll i'll tune in Ooh, little... exciting exciting i'll be at the airbnb in new hampshire by that point, I'm sure. But... Fun times. All right. Well, we'll see y'all next week. Adios. You didn't say the thing. What thing? The thing. Are you still recording? Yes. I said thank you for fighting with us. Oh, I didn't hear you say it. <laughs> I don't forget. I appreciate our listeners. <laughs> anyway, okay. Adios, everybody. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks, featuring special guest Kyle Bristol. 
You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.